Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. Show. A show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interests in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how is your host, is your host Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. Today's podcast is sponsored by MyPinterestBootCamp.com. Cynthia Sanchez from the Oh So Pinteresting Podcast and I have teamed up and are offering a five-hour intensive, in-depth Pinterest training this Saturday, April 18th. If you're wanting to get started on Pinterest or want to take your Pinterest account to the next level, then this is the webinar for you. If you can't make the entire event, don't worry. It will be available as a recording for your convenience. You can find out more and reserve your spot for this webinar by going to MyPinterestBootCamp.com. We have another great guest for you on today's show. Today we are talking about two platforms that seem to be made for each other, Etsy and Pinterest, with my special guest, Julie Granbois. Julie is the proud owner of Julie's Elegant Crafts. She is a biology graduate from Northern Ontario, Canada, and is now working as a laboratory technician at the University of Alberta. You can say she's a scientist by day and a crafter by night. She is a DIY enthusiast and loves making any kind of crafts in her spare time. Her source of inspiration comes from Pinterest, where she has created group boards where many other pinners share their own crafts and crafty ideas. She was so inspired with what she saw on Pinterest that she decided to open her own Etsy shop. She started her shop by making greeting cards and had to drastically change the products she offered since she had very little sales and no one was buying her special cards or paper crafts that she had worked so very hard on. Discouraged and almost at the point of quitting, she decided to go back to Pinterest and start again at square one. As she was studying what pins were more popular on Pinterest, it then dawned on her what kind of product she should be offering and started making them. Since then, she has been growing her hobby into a small business and learned what it takes to market an Etsy shop on Pinterest. Now, this interview is from a live hangout on air that I did with Julie, where our live audience participated by asking questions during the interview. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows, make sure to head on over to manlypinteresttips.com and join our email community to find out how you can be a part of our live show. You can also now text Manly Pinterest Tips to 33444 on your mobile device. That's Manly Pinterest Tips to 33444. Even with some of the tech problems a Texan and a Canadian have talking over the interwebs, Julie shares some great insight on how these platforms can work together. So let's jump right into my conversation with Julie Granbois. So Julie, thank you so much for spending time with us here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and you know, uh, the folks who are joining us live, I'd love for you to head over to manlypinteresttips.com and subscribe to our email community. That way you'll never miss one of the great guests like we have with Julie here today. So, as I'm talking with Julie today, make sure you ask any questions you might have. I know there's a lot of people with questions about Etsy. Ask them in the comments. We'll try to bring them up during the show today, and hopefully we'll get those answered for you. So, Julie, we're going to jump right in because I'm fascinated with how Pinterest and Etsy uh, work together. 
Can you kind of give people who maybe aren't familiar with Etsy kind of um, what that is, kind of a brief overview? For sure. So Etsy was It's a worldwide market that allows um, the opportunity for vendors to sell the, their handmade items or uh, vintage items as well. So there's about 43.9 million users. Wow. So that's including shoppers and shop owners. Um, but more, what's really cool is 1.2 million shops uh, have opened on Etsy. Wow. So it's also uh, about $1.3 billion that they've made uh, in 2013 from these sales. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So one of my questions is, is so let's say I wanted to start selling something. Like, let's say I'm a woodworker and I start making, like, uh, wooden jewelry boxes. So yeah. when I put when I put those uh, that jewelry box up on Etsy, what's the cut? How much? How does Etsy make their money? I mean, how much does it cost me to do that? So Etsy takes a percentage. Um, Etsy takes about three point five percent, which some people don't like because that could be a lot in some cases. Right. Uh, they also take I think twenty twenty cents per item as well, and then when you list an item. That also costs twenty cents as well. Okay. How long are your um, yeah? How long are they? La- how long do your listings last when you put them up there? Is it a so couple? they last? Uh, yeah, a few months. I think it's maybe three months. I forget. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you, we kind of touched briefly on it in the intro, but um, can you kind of tell us how you got started with Etsy? Kind of your story. Um, so Etsy started off as a hobby for me. Um, I was just sitting at home because. Uh, I had just graduated from my uh, master's in biology degree, so I was, was in between waiting for a job. So I guess um, just waiting around, kind of bored. So I started making like cards and stuff like that, paper crafts, and it just accumulated so much that there's no more room for them. So basically, I thought, well, why not sell it and just try to make money off of it? So that's how I started Etsy. Okay. And you kind of we kind of talked about in the intro that when you put your first items up, it wasn't a, like a big roaring success, was no, it? No, no, it wasn't. So I just I put these cards up and it was kind of just sitting and waiting, hoping for to at least favor favorite the item or like it or whatever. And nope, nobody came around. So like like you said in the intro, I almost gave up. And that was about a little less than a year into having an Etsy shop. Okay. Basically, yeah. So what were some of your challenges when you first got started, other than, you know, you put up products and no one was buying them? What were some of the other struggles you had? Um, Just being seen and just being, um, instead of paying for uh, advertisement, just being seen on on Etsy was difficult for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Yeah. So what what kind of came first, being on Pinterest or Etsy? How did that kind of work out? So uh, what's really interesting is Pinterest came first and then Etsy. So what happened is a few years ago, um, my boyfriend had to leave uh, for work. So we were separated for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, is he we have a little Pomeranian and he missed the Pomeranian, obviously. Um, so we started Pinterest as a way to just pin pictures of Pomeranians, let's say, and just share like those those little photos with each other. Um, but then once I got to know a little bit more what Pinterest was, 
uh, I found out like there's a great do-it-yourself section and lots of tutorials and stuff like that. So really got into that. And then that's when I saw that you can make beautiful cards and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then that's when I thought, well, okay, I'll start making these and then, hey, I'll open an Etsy shop to sell them. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So um, I wanted to bring this comment up, and I did not know this. This is from uh, Lee Rickler. He says, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but Etsy are going for an IPO hoping to raise $100 million. So Etsy is a robust platform. I mean, it's not some little startup company. It's been going on for a while, and people are making money with it. So, yeah. Um, now, when you started using Pinterest, did you – so it sounds like you were using Pinterest just kind of as a hobby, and you thought, oh, this stuff's kind of cool. I'm going to make it. And then it said, you had so much of this stuff, you said, oh, well, i got to get rid of some of it. Might as well sell it, and you kind of started using it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a question. Um, let me pull it up from uh, my friend Martin Bierman. He did it early earlier, but he said uh, he wanted to ask this question. He goes, good morning, Jeff C. and Julie. I would like to ask why you opened an Etsy store instead of your own web shop. What are the pros and cons to make you decide to open an Etsy store? And he's looking forward to the show. So how would you answer uh, Martin there? Um, well, okay, so I started making a little pros and cons uh, table here. Okay. So um, the pros, I'll go through the pros first. So they have a huge customer base. So if you think about it, that 43.9 million users that they have are potential customers, right? They right. have a lot of people. Um, just for transaction-wise, everything is so easy to do. You have direct checkout. You can accept PayPal, credit card, um, you know, all those those good things. And I find that everything uh, was just organized in one place. So if somebody buys from me, um, I can easily click one button to print a shipping label. Mm. And then right away, it'll automatically register the tracking number. And then right underneath that, you, if you click on it, then it shows you where it is instead of having to go on CanadaPost.com or USPS and, you know, go through all that hassle. I found that it was just uh, easier and everything was in one place. Um, the cons, I find, um, is that, like, the listings, when you when you have to list something, it's 20 cents, you know, and then after a while, like, it does accumulate the costs, and then it, it takes 3.5% from your, your um, profits. Mm -hmm. And also, what I really don't like about this is so if somebody buys from me and uses their PayPal, I get double slammed with PayPal fees and Etsy fees, which mm. brings it up to about more than 6%. You know, and again, sometimes in some cases, that's it's a lot. Um, another thing I don't like about Etsy is little, um, it's a little tricky to figure out the shipping fees. So if somebody buys one item but wants to buy another item, it's just a little tricky to figure out uh, what the shipping costs would be. So I just found that a little hard. But um, I did have a conversation with someone about this the other day, and um, her argument was exactly what Martin was saying. Like, why would you go uh, go to Etsy? Because when you like accumulate all these fees, it, it ends up being more than running your own website. But what I'm, what my argument is, is they have all these people. They're showcasing your stuff all the time. And uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, too, when you type stuff on Google, sometimes if you want to say, like, pom-poms or something, you type in pom-poms, there's a little section, and it shows 
where which Etsy shop has it for sale, let's say. Mm. So I really like that about Etsy. So I'm I'm totally happy with going with it. Gotcha. Is there are is there a way um, that you can like you said you got some of some of that traffic comes from Google when people like types in you know mm -hmm. palms or whatever. Can you track that in Etsy? Do they have a good back end tracking system of where you're getting traffic from, or is it just just yeah, they do. They do have a good stats page. So they show you, like, um, what was really cool when I first started is I had posted one of my first banners. Uh, it was for Valentine's Day. And uh, there was a lady that had found it on Etsy, and she featured it on her blog. So when people clicked on the I Hear button, let's say, they would mm -hmm. direct them to my shop. And then all of a sudden, I got all these these viewers, right, for this one item. But then what was interesting is I was able to figure out, oh, it's this particular blog, and then I went and thanked the lady okay. even for, for posting it and featuring my item, which is really cool. Yeah, that is that is very that's that's a very good feature. Um, you kind of yeah. mentioned you kind of mentioned shipping a little bit. Um, do you have to think of ship? Uh, do, does they they automatically calculate it, or do you have to think, okay, this is how much it really costs me to make. I've got to add on shipping so the seller pays for it, or or how do you kind of think when you? I mean, because you're shipping from Canada, so I assume that you have both American audio, uh, American customers and Canadian customers. Yeah, so I mostly have American customers, actually, which is really surprising. Um, and shipping to, so from Canada to the U.S. is actually cheaper than shipping within Canada, which is really weird. But anyways, um, how I calculated it is just, like, on the side, um, it's like a, a value on its own, so you don't include that in the listing price okay. itself. But you, you kind of calculated it, and you go on, like, uh, like CanadaPost.com and you enter whatever dimensions your packing box would be and how much it would weigh. So you kind of estimate it on that. Um, but the tricky part is um, is if they have multiple items or buy multiples of that one item, that's when it becomes tricky because then, you know, sometimes the weight doesn't really affect it to a certain point. Like right. it doesn't affect the price up to a certain point. So that's just a little gotcha. tricky. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Lee Rick, Rick, Rickler does makes another good point. He goes, the percent of costs out far outweigh the stress of running your own shop, and I think that's what a lot of people like Etsy for, is that it um, it takes some of that stress away that you may have had. So yeah. very very good point. Um, so let's kind of talk about Pinterest uh, for a little bit. Um, how has Pinterest helped you grow your Etsy business? Um, so basically, it's helped me bring traffic to my Etsy shop. Um, so I can advertise in many places. So I have boards of my own for like my own shop. And I also have a sales board I'm interested in sales and deals and discounts. Then they can just go and click there. But there's a lot of group boards too that I can advertise in as well. And I've also okay. made a lot of connections too. Just one more point. I made a lot of connections too. Like I met, that's how I met Vincent. Um, was through right. Pinterest, and I made a lot of connections and a lot of friends through through Pinterest. Yeah. So when you say advertise, are are you talking about just putting your pins out there? You're not talking about. Are you talking about paying like promoted pins or advertising, or is this just I'm I'm taking my product and advertising it as a pin on Pinterest? Yeah, exactly. I'm just pinning it. I'm not I'm not paying for the pin. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Now. 
and also I think I, I you know you were on Vincent, Vincent's show and that's how he introduced me to you yeah. one of the things you said that um, was that you really use Pinterest kind of for um, getting new ideas I mean that was how you even started you know you were like when you got frustrated like nothing selling you went to a Pinterest and kind of looked and saw okay these are what this is what people really want yeah, exactly. That's so I, I kind of found like the the trending pins. So I started making more like holiday decorations, let's say, and banners and garlands for specific holidays. So um, what I would do is take like the top pin if I typed in Easter banner, let's mm. say, what would be the more attractive banner and then try to make something similar to that. Well, we, we all know um, photos on Pinterest are important. I mean, it's that's what the whole thing's pretty much based on. But um, for people who are selling a product on Pinterest, photos are huge. I mean, that's I mean that's how you're getting people there. Uh, so, what would you what advice would you give for people who are wanting to sell a product on how to the best way to create photos for product pins for Etsy? Um, well, just looking at other people's shops, um, I, a lot of people I notice that they have like dark, dull. And even like photos that are out of focus. Mm. So even just taking like a little extra step, making sure that the picture is, is better quality. And even like the, the brightness, color saturation, things like that really help a lot. So um, when, you do, when you do that, do you, um, do you I mean, you, you have like a, let's say you're selling your garland or whatever. Do you put it on? just on a white background and then put the title in or how what's the best way for you to like sell like your garlands or your pom-poms or something like that um well the best way like i just put it on my wall because that's like the most um space that i have is, is on the right. wall the walls are so i kind of when i edit the pictures i kind of make sure that that gray turns white mm. um but i found i've had more success with um giving the products to a photographer let's say and then if they have it in use then it's a lot better and i make a lot more sales with those ones than having it just stuck on the wall or um yeah gotcha gotcha that makes sense that makes sense um well i was browsing through your etsy shop you know which everyone by the way needs to go uh look at and all those links are in the uh um, description in, in the event page so and she's got a really great shop so um, but I also I noticed you had some items that were on sale now is that part of a kind of overall strategy or is it because you have too much in stock or or how I, I looked at some other uh, articles by some other Etsy people and the, and there's some people do it as a strategy some people use it as a different way so what how do you use it me is just purely strategy like uh, I only have a small little room to make my items, mm -hmm. so I kind of make them as I go. If somebody needs like a garland or a crown or something, as it's on, as it's demanded, um, so I kind of just put sale in the title, let's say, so that people will actually go and click it. And you know, you want to get, you want to attract those um, those type of buyers that just the impulse buyers. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So like fire sale, we're having a fire sale. Everybody, everything's half off. So okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, now, I know that some e-commerce platforms uh, they can tie into product rich pins. And for those of our viewers who don't know what 
product rich pins are. Their product pins are real. They include real time pricing. You have to apply for these. You get real time pricing, uh, availability, availability, and where to buy. And then pinners also get notifications when product pins they've added drop in price. They get an email notification if they set it up that way. Now, do product rich pins tie into Etsy stores and products, or is that a whole separate thing? Um, I think there is rich pins for uh, for Etsy. So I noticed when I repin some of my items and I I decrease the the price in my shop, mm-hmm. it will definitely say that it's on sale and um, and it's like big red writing, let's say. So again, okay. like that's pretty good for those impulse buyers that want to say like, oh, it's on sale, I gotta go buy it. Or gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's. I think that'd be that'd be awesome. I think that's a big thing. That a lot of people who sell stuff don't think about those uh, product rich pins. Um, mm-hmm. You have a pretty impressive following on Pinterest, uh, and so I mean, you have over twenty-one thousand people. So, how did you grow your following on Pinterest? How was how did you? I mean, it sounds like you haven't been on it. You know, you haven't been on it from the very very beginning. Pinterest started, but you yeah. you've really got a, a big uh, follower count. Yeah. So it took me about um, well, yeah, it took me two years actually to get to twenty-one thousand followers, which is it's pretty huge. Um, the things that I fixed are mostly um, just wasn't getting like better photos done so that the picture looks, the pin looks a lot better. Um, and actually timing the pins properly. So you have to figure out when your buyer is actually online on Pinterest and will actually stumble upon your pin, let's say. Mm-hmm. So I've changed that, those two things significantly and it just has a big impact on how to get followers. Okay. Do you use any sort of like pin scheduling tool or do you just do it all manually? No, I do it manually. So I have a little, little routine where just before bed, that's when I'll, I'll pin and that's all I'll do is, is pin. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but you use Pinterest for research uh, on your Etsy store. Do you... Um, what do you do have things like you know research competitors are doing or you try to get ideas for your next product or i mean how do you i mean how do you use it for research what kind of give me some like i know you're a researcher anyway so what yeah. uh, for for your uh, for the uh, for your your day job so what yeah. do you how do you use pinterest for research so do is um like for example i'll type in easter banners or something um and again like i said it'll show me like what's the top pinned uh, banner, so I'll make something similar to that. But at the same time, I'll also check out uh, like their prices, like the competitors' prices, and see like if it's doable to undercut them a little bit, or you know, stuff like that. Gotcha. So I mean, like one of your things you uh, feature is uh, like your. I think I saw it was crowns for like baby crowns that I saw in yeah. your store. So you could go and look and see what other people are doing, kind of get an idea on price. And then say, okay, I know that I can do it faster probably than them, and so I can go down a couple bucks and stuff. Okay, that's very, that's yeah, very exactly. smart. Very smart. Very smart. Um, Thanks. For, uh, you know, optimizing for seasons and holidays is very important on Pinterest. So I'm assuming it's also important on Etsy as well. So how soon before a holiday or a season do you start getting your products ready and promoted on Etsy and Pinterest? Um, well, this year, for example, uh, people were buying Christmas stuff in October, even wow. as early as like late September. I already had to have like 
the products made up, the pictures all set up, maybe try to get a local photographer to like rush the pictures so that I can start advertising like that early. Um, and so it's a good point to get stuff done really early. But I noticed too that even on Pinterest, there's a lot of people um, that will be last minute shoppers. So even up to Christmas, let's say, people were still buying Christmas stuff. So wow. I advertised throughout the whole season, let's say. Gotcha. So, you know, yeah, that's a man, October. That's you have to get your store ready early for stuff. I know. <laughs> wow. So, um, well, that's that's good to keep in mind if you're wanting to start selling stuff on Pinterest. I mean, on Etsy, that even on, on Pinterest, I've been noticing people are going earlier and earlier, bringing their Thanksgiving boards, give, bringing their Christmas boards up to the front and start pinning that kind of stuff early. So, that's a very good point to make sure that you have enough time because I didn't even think about if I'm getting my product shot by a photographer. One, they're probably getting overrun for holiday pictures anyway, so I need yeah. to make sure I back up enough time to get those pictures done so I can start promoting them. So, wow. Yeah, you really need to start early. So, Yeah. Uh, um, now, do you partner with other Etsy sellers on group boards on Pinterest, or, or how does that – you mentioned that you, that you got a lot of success out of group boards. Can you kind of explain that a little bit? Yeah, so what I do is – um, like I have one of these myself too, actually, and that's helped me bring more followers. Mm -hmm. um, so what I do is you have this board and it's just for you to post like your Etsy listings in there so that if there's a customer, let's say, and it stumbles upon this board, then they have like this whole gallery of, of uh, different items that they can buy. So a lot of people, what they do is, especially for like the holiday seasons, they'll have like Christmas presents and then whatever you think would be a good Christmas present that you're selling, then you can post it on there. And then if mm. a buyer can just easily just look through the whole board and just find something really fast. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So do you have like certain um, Etsy shop owners that you kind of partner with or are friends with? I mean, uh, I know that like either on, even on social media, like Vincent and I, you know, we can work together on stuff and share stuff. It's not like we're, I mean, we're in the same industry, but we're not, there's enough Pinterest business to go around. And so do you guys kind of have, I don't know, I guess you'd call them strategic alliances with other shops that you can cross promote or anything like that? Or is it pretty much, it's your shop, it's your own kind of a thing? A lot of people just do it like individually like that. Like it's your own shop, your own responsibility type thing. Gotcha. But I have like me and there's this lady in, in France where we pin each other's stuff, actually. Hmm. Um, so whenever, like, if I pin something on, and I should mention, too, like, on these group boards, there are rules that you have to follow. So you can't flood the group board with 20 pins hmm. at a time, right? So what happens is you have to wait maybe 25 pins before pinning two more or something. So what this lady does is she helps me pin when I can't anymore. So my item still gets shown anyways in these group boards. Gotcha. So are the good um, group boards, are they invite only, or uh, do you go ask to be invited to these Etsy boards, or how does that happen? You you pretty much have to go find, so yeah, you first find the group board itself, and then you go and ask the, um, the host for an invitation. Okay. That's, that's how that would work. Good. Now, have you had good luck with group boards, or have you? Because I know there's a lot of. It's hard to find good. I mean, for, just for Pinterest, not for Etsy stuff. But uh, 
good bo- good group boards are hard to come by. You know, yeah. uh, they either have a lot of rules or they're they kick you out if you pin too much. I mean, so um, is it hard to find good Etsy boards? And I mean, are they? What's your criteria for saying this is a good board to join? Um. Well, what I do to to search for a group board is I will look at another Etsy shop owner's uh, boards, and they will obviously have Etsy shop group boards in there, right? So if I see that um, there's more than a thousand pins, or really it's more, at this point, it's more like 5,000 pins, that is to me a good board, and I will try to go get an invitation to pin there. Gotcha. That's that's very helpful advice. Yeah. Um, so, I want to talk real quick. You know, we we all talk about how important repins are, but really, we all want click throughs. I mean, especially if you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a blogger, you want traffic back to your site. Uh, blog posts, you know. You, but for you, it's a product. You really want to get people coming back to your Etsy store and looking at that product and hopefully clicking on buy. So. Uh, what is your advice that you can give on increasing your click-throughs from Pinterest to your product or your store? Um, well, having a very good uh, pin description will help. Um, so I find, like, I've had the best luck, let's say, with uh, having a call to action. So if you write, like, buy now, quantities are limited, or, you know, something like that, on sale, you kind of want to push the impulse buyers to actually go and buy right away instead of just pinning and leaving it there for later for them to watch later. That was my other question I was going to follow up with is, uh, uh, you know, for, for uh, Pinterest, the, your pin description is very important. Um, so do you just keep it short, like for your, your product pin descriptions, do you keep it like buy now or do you, I mean, let's say, give me an example of what you would use for like your pom-poms. What would you say for like one of your pom-pom product pins in the description field? Um, so what I would do is I would write um, just a short description because it can't be really long because usually when, when you're on your laptop anyways, it only shows like the first whatever few characters right at the beginning. Right. right. So I try to put the most information at the front um, and then I'll have the price, but then I'll have my call to action. So buy now, it's on sale type of thing. Um, and then... You can also put in some characters. So people found that if um, if you put like a little heart, let's say, mm-hmm. it'll, the heart will stick out within all the writing on all the, the different pins that they will see, right? So that heart will stick out a bit and they'll be more focused towards your pin and your pin description. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's having their attention visually, even so, in the description. <laughs> Gotcha. So, in your description, I want to make sure I get this right. Do you say like "buy now," um, you know, crowns or whatever you're selling? <laughs> you know, I can't remember what. And then, and then, uh, or do you start with the, what the product is and then buy now? I mean, because I think there's there's probably different ways to do it, but I'm just really interested on how you do your call to action. So I think well, usually like for the pom poms, I'd say I would be um, I would write "perfect for weddings," um, hmm. "order now ahead of time." Type of thing. Gotcha. So it's and a very you're solving a, you're, yeah you're solving a problem then for some you hurry up before it's too late kind of a thing. So that's very interesting. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, there's a there's a rumor that Pinterest is working on a buy it now button. 
that will allow people to purchase directly from Pinterest. Do you think that will help or hurt Etsy sales? I mean, do you... I, I'm just I'm wondering if people you know to me it makes most sense that they would they have such a good relationship Pinterest and Etsy have together that would be the first place I think they would want to test it on but I just don't know but is, do you think that would be a great thing for you or or do you want them to come back to your store and see all your products and and because if they're just buying straight from Pinterest I would assume that they would go to a shopping cart right from there do you know what you would prefer Oh, you bring up a good point, actually. So I, at first, I was gonna say, well, it's it's good that they're buying right away, but then they're not really looking at your other items, right? So that, at first, I was thinking it might be a good thing, but now that you're saying that, that they might not be looking at your whole store, let's say that might not be a good thing necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just That's totally speculating. Yeah, I'm just totally speculating because they've not come out. They haven't said anything, but you know, they yeah. may even bring they may bring something up like when you get, buy it. They may bring up like you know, like they do with the related pins down at the bottom, and maybe they could show other things out of your store. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I was just wondering. Okay, how's that going to work? Will it be better or worse for sales? Because, you know, some people got upset with they had just recently stripped all affiliate links out of Pinterest, and so a lot of people lost money they were getting for pinning. And so I just kind of, oh. I was just kind of trying to think what what was going on. So, um, if you were to start again. All over. If you had to start from scratch all over on Etsy, what would you do different? Um, I would start using Pinterest a lot sooner than I did. Gotcha. Because um, I didn't know like such a good relationship between Pinterest and Etsy that I, j I should have just used it a lot sooner. Um, and then again, just my photos. My photos are not the best. So starting over would be getting better photos of my products. <laughs> Gotcha. So, do you think the the money that you spend on getting your those good photos work are worth it for sales long term? Oh, totally. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a good advice for somebody who's starting out. Um, if you had to start over again on Pinterest, what would you do differently? Um, I think I I would have participated in more group boards, but then also. Um, I would have paid more attention also to the rules of the group boards because I've got kicked out of a few boards because I didn't know that there were rules, let's say, right. and wasn't following proper etiquette and just pinned all the time, and then I got kicked out. <laughs> and then all your pins disappear when you get kicked out. So there's no point in even just, like, breaking the rule for that. I don't know. Right, yeah. It would be wasting time. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and I asked, I asked this question to everybody who comes on the show pretty much is, do you, this is the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. So what advice would you give guys who are starting on Pinterest? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Um, I think for men, it would be to be more mindful of your audience. So if you're going to advertise something for females, let's say, you have to make sure that your photo will attract a female audience. So, uh, I mean, I think I remember that you said that you're... Um, your husband I mean, and your boyfriend is the one who got you first on Pinterest. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting that you guys started pinning puppies or something like that. Is that right? Oh, I think we lost her. <laughs> well, um, we're at the end of the show anyway, Julie, and if you can hear me, I will give them your call to action because I know what it is. 
If you want to find out more about Julie and her boards, you can find out everything that you need to know on my event page. It has her Etsy shop. It has her Pinterest boards. The cool thing that she's doing now is that she is partnering with Vincent Ng, and they're actually launching a product called Etsy Meets Pinterest, um, where they're going to teach you and how to um, really use these two platforms together. So. It's at EtsyMeetsPinterest.com. Thanks, everybody, for watching. I really appreciate you guys uh, stopping by. Sorry for some of the technical difficulties. As always, we'd love for you to go to ManlyPinterestTips.com. Click on the sidebar, subscribe to our email community, so you'll never miss one of these great shows uh, when we're interviewing these great guests because we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.